know more than you know about the brutal dudes. <laughs> yeah, crying game. You guys know that? That's Ace Ventura when he finds out he kissed a dude. Oh my god. This is Petey Page. I am Mike. J Mac. Brutal dudes. What is that originally from? The song or the song? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Is it about kissing a dude? I feel like that's the only thing that it reminds me of. I mean, maybe. I'll have to look that up for Do you like episode. the crying game? The the movie? Yeah. I've never seen it. What is it about? The IRA. No, I've never seen it. Yeah. I thought the it was Irish about Republican Army? Yes. I thought it was about oh. kissing dudes, quite honestly. You, you would from the the way the movie's advertised. But it's mostly about the IRA. <laughs> I was surprised too. Talk about a fucking swerve. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it until like way after it came out. I was not a day one on that. <laughs> Talk about an advertising swerve. Yeah. Um, hmm, these are some good ones. So I have this book, right? And it's called 3,000 Questions About Me. And I thought it would be fun if we asked these questions, then we all answered the questions. So we're going to do like, I don't know, what, 10 questions we'll do? Yeah, we should do a few. Do a couple. But I like you have 3,000, so we could do multiple yeah, episodes. Plenty of questions. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. Is there any experience you've not had that you regret not having yet? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I haven't been to France. That's what you really, you want to go to France? Yeah. So, sure. <laughs> it's Is there more, a reason? Yeah. It's more because there's been a few times now that I've, I think three different occasions, I was supposed to go to France. And every time something outside of my control stopped that trip from happening. So now it's like, that I sucks. have to go. Um, the first two were terrorist attacks and the mm. third one was COVID. Mm. <laughs> so three different times, trips to France were planned. Everything was mapped out and it didn't You just happen. want to do it to say that you did Yeah, it. so now, um, now it's just like, this has to happen. There is some cool shit in France. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, well, that'll do it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like my fucking... <laughs> It's like boom terrorists. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, go to France. That's my yeah, yeah, that's a good one. There's good pastry there. Uh, I like pastries. Like a good pastry. At this point, it's not even about France. It's just it's about, about pastry. making the trip happen. Oh, oh I thought you were saying pastry. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, and, dude, and pastries. Great. Yeah. Who doesn't want a crepe? I <laughs> love crepes. Oh, um just call them really thin pancakes. Yeah, my mine would have to be um, uh, this might sound I don't know. I'm taking this in a weird direction, but like the uh, the idea of like a great segue psychedelics uh, has always intrigued me. Um, and you want to trip balls? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, no, no, I would, I would absolutely like do mushrooms in France um, because not we in France. Combine <laughs> <laughs> you can knock it both out, man. Yeah, I think the idea of, of LSD is just too like scary to me with the whole like residing in your spinal fluid and you could trip balls later on in life. But like, I think mushrooms is a safe bet for me, and I wouldn't I wouldn't mind giving it a shot. I just don't know if like I know about being in the right headspace. And I have a friend who tried it and like had to be held down for like eight hours because you know something. So he he just wasn't having a good time, and I don't know. I just. 
yeah that 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 would be my thing i would absolutely love to have like a like a psychedelic out-of-body experience um just haven't happened yet Jimmy, have you done psychedelics or gone to france no uh i don't i i was gonna say something that's totally lame that's that's not really a thing just for the humor of it but i'm now gonna be real i was gonna say glass blowing but i don't really have any desire to blow any glass Oh, um, I've done it, dude. It's fucking cool. You I know you did. You you said it was awesome. I, it's, yeah, except it's, it's hot. As, it's hot. It, it almost I burned off all the hair on my hand because I was like cl- too close to the forge, so that sucked. But like it, and it was like insanely hot. Like they even gave me a glove, and I'm like, it's fucking hot. And uh, the like the woman was just like, yeah, but like you just get used to it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, like yeah, pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grow up, bitch. She was awesome. She was just like she was like handing me tools and shit. I made a pumpkin. It was really cute. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah it's cool i have two actually uh skydiving i've always wanted to do that and i have the opportunity my friend andrew who was on the show uh is a certified skydiving instructor i think it's instructor. i know he can go he he said if we go he would strap me to him and go, but I want to wait till I'm skinnier to do it because I'm afraid he'll pull that shoot and I will snap off of him like a fucking Kit Kat. And then that's the end of Jimmy and Brutal Dudes. <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. Smack me off of Jimmy when I'm in the air. <laughs> snap off like a Kit Kat. That's just such a great dispenser. <laughs> He'd be like, all right, bro, hold on. So what? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, my other one is, uh, a threesome. Are these combined? I I wish. (laughs) I mean, you can do it both at one, again, knock (laughs) these birds out one stone. But I just think it would be... I feel like there's a weird trip to France in our future. But not, but not like, yeah, right. Not like, not like two dudes and, and one girl. I would have to do two girls and one dude. Not like me being the dude. That definitely didn't come out right, but but that like, I'm doing two girls <laughs> and one dude. That's a foursome. That's a foursome. Yeah. You can tell he's so, an English uh, major, folks. Not not, a, not good at math. That's that's what I like to call a fantastic four. <laughs> no, uh, but I but just just two girls at the same time I think would be really cool. And I know that sounds very office space. Two two chicks at the same time, dude. But like, there's just <laughs> something that always intrigued me about like the idea of trying to satisfy two people at once and being successful at it. Like I'm like, I don't want to have a failed threesome. I want to have one where like both girls are like plastered on the bed, like just wasted because we had such a great threesome. I want the ultimate threesome, like penultimate. Like I want it to be the fucking king of threesomes. If we all share a hotel room. (laughs) Pete will be there tripping balls. <laughs> Pete will be dragging away. Mike will be eating tons of pastries. I'll be like, I am a girl, Jimmy. Jimmy, I am a girl. And then they'll be like, I'm a pretty French girl, Jimmy. I am a pretty. Don't you like my armpit hair? I yeah, I'm probably just as hairy as. No, I'm just kidding. Not all French people are hairy. You don't know that. Yeah. There are a lot of lumberjacks in France. Just saying. Is that a lot of wood to chop over? I'm in French googling Valley, how many lumberjacks are in France. <laughs> <laughs> over in French, are you googling that? Yeah. 
you, it, it's I just want to know. A weird thing to, to think of what we end up Googling after we're on the show. <laughs> Anchor Wright the Running Man, crepes, threesomes, <laughs> skydiving, and how many lumberjacks are in France. One, oh. one 10 minute snippet of an episode, and you get all of that. <laughs> The, um, the, the first the first result on Google is very interesting. There's a website called the French Canadian Genealogist, and it's just talking about lumberjacks. And I'm like, okay, but it's so a thing. Yeah, it, yeah, but like, there's not like a a number. Uh, yeah, no, I can't find a number. Oh well. Mm. Very funny though. <laughs> See, the internet doesn't question? know everything. I'm looking. I'm looking. See, the internet doesn't know everything, and like, I don't think if we tried to ask AI, I don't think they'd know either. Those lumberjacks are reclusive, you know. Just out in the woods all day, swinging an axe. Doing psychedelics and having threesomes. Yep. (laughs) Whistling a tune. (laughs) A hearty crepe lunch. (laughs) No lie, when I went, I did I did a cruise, this was years ago, I think it was like 20, I, it was almost over 10 years ago, uh, but on a cruise, they have the buffet that's open like 24-7. Every morning, I had a crepe for breakfast, amongst other things, but that was the one, like, I would, I would always be at the crepe station, I'd get my crepe, I'd get my eggs, bacon, or sausage, whatever, but that was one of the things that was like, man a crepe a day this is the life (laughs) (laughs) like i had never like you could ask my wife too like we we always talk about like we've never felt so pampered uh when we were like like ever in our lives when when, unless we were like on the cruise because it's like everything is kept really nice like we wake up in the morning you leave the room you come back the room is like clean and the bed is made and there's fresh towels it's just like who did this like (laughs) It's almost like fairy tale, like the woodland or the the sea creatures like crawled up out of the ocean and took care of our room for us. And I know they didn't. I know it was the workers on board who <laughs> bust their fucking I love ass. You had to throw that caveat in there, like they didn't though. Yeah, yeah it no, was, they didn't. It was the staff. <laughs> it was the staff who like are from like all over the fucking world. It's it was the craziest thing. Like on their name tag, it'll say their name, and then it'll show the flag of their like country of origin. And I mean people from all over the world work on work on cruises and it's just like i don't know man i think it was like uh i think it's really cool but also like if you told me like hey you know if you want to work this like nine month gig where you're just traveling the world you're stuck on a boat but at when when i was like in my early to mid 20s i'd be like fuck yeah i'm out of here bitches like (laughs) so my wife and I went on this boat for various events. It was the same boat, but there was like three or four different events in a row. We were on the same boat for to where the staff like recognized us after the first couple times. And then we met the captain and all these other people. And the last time we were on there was for some party and they like pulled us aside and legit tried to talk us into joining the staff of the boat because they had, they had some like very short trip coming up. It was just like from here to like New York and then somewhere else and back. And I guess like some of their people just couldn't do it. And they're like, hey, you guys are cool. We met you like five times now. Why don't you join the staff of the boat? We're like, we have jobs and lives and stuff. Like we can't just give that up. But I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me that's like, that would be fucking cool. 
<laughs> yeah, I just think it's like it's uh, like I don't know. It's like the modern day version of like being a, a seafaring explorer. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it's like the pirate's life, but it's not because it's like you know you're well taken care of and all the amenities are there and you can shower every day and not get scurvy. Like, <laughs> you ready? I like that mm -hmm. you do not get scurvy in there too. It's just <laughs> yeah. eating a lot of oranges, but I mean, that's, I get that. That's, most pirates got scurvy. That's what happens. Are you related to anyone famous or historical? And if so, who? Oh. Um. I don't think I'm... I can, I'll take this one. I'll go this one first. Uh, I don't think I'm related to anyone famous or historical but the most like famous thing about my family is the fact that my grandmother was a hitler youth and her two brothers were nazi soldiers during this the war dark that's all i have to, i'm not going to go in the whole story but that's just like i mean my family like no not just because of you this is going to get dark totally so you go next mike <laughs> yeah no i'm just laughing because i was like i should joke around and be like i'm related to hitler and he beats me terribly <laughs> Just coming in, but I, yeah, Wait, undercut you. you wanted, just undercut you, want, you, Mike. You want to see, if you wanted to see a, a class of people instantly turn into, like, admirers, you we should let Pete read his poem that he wrote about his grandmother. I don't even know if I have it. Like, I think Dude, it's on it was, a hard drive it was, somewhere. It was literally, like, he read it, and first of all, I gotta say this, Pete. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let this cat out of the bag. That I don't know if I've ever told you, mm -hmm. Pete. When he introduces stuff in in a class, like creative writing or like poems, is the greatest because he so low keys it, and it's usually so good that it blows your fucking mind how good it is because he just gives it such a basic description. Here was his description about his grandma. So he goes. So I wrote this poem about my grandma. Then reads the poem. No, no mention of the Hitler stuff. It's no. called my. It's called my my. What was it called? My Oma. Is it was. Uh, I did it. The title was in German. The poem was in English. But the poem title was My Oma war ein Hitler Jungen. So it's like, my it means my was grandmother was a Hitler youth. That's all it is. So then he reads the poem, and I'm telling you, the entire demeanor of the class, like, just was like, I, they were enthralled with it, and I'm, I've, I absolutely was one of them. I will absolutely vouch for that because i had not i had not read it because he wouldn't let me read it before we got to class mm -hmm. and it was so good that everyone in class was like i have no criticisms for this that poem was awesome is it a true story and he's like yeah and that was it just yeah <laughs> and it, to this day it's one of my favorite moments of being in class with pete besides when we ordered papa john's and had it delivered to class because we were really hungry um it was legitimately like blew everyone's mind and everyone was just like Holy shit, like I don't want to say that they didn't think that you were good at poetry, but it was like the first poem that you that you read and everyone and you kind of were like low key in the poetry class and then you read it and everyone was like wow, this dude's legit can write and nice. I fucking was I was cracking up. It was great. It was not I wasn't cracking up the poem. I was I took it very seriously, but like I was like wow, dude, you literally just kicked everybody in the dick. Like <laughs> it was, it was that, it was that big of a moment. Um, are you, are you related to anybody? Um, yeah. So my great uncle on uh, my father's side was a country singer and was fair, like fairly successful. Um, I never knew him though, so I don't have any like personal connection. 
to that. Like, it's cool, but like, I don't have any personal connection to that. My, one of my uncles on my uh, mother's side owns the Nielsen report. Um, They do all the reporting for credit cards and all that kind of stuff. He's very, very, very wealthy (laughs) and really well known if you, if you're into business or finance or anything like that. Um, again, though, he and I are not close, nothing against him, but like, we're not close. He's much older than my mother was. So by the time my mom was like a kid, he was moved out of the house and shit like that. So we've met a handful of times and I, and I've spent a little bit of time with him, but we're not like close again, nothing. I have no issues with him. He's just not a person I really know. So, I mean, kind of, I guess there's a couple of notable people, but I don't know them. That makes sense. Sure. And my grandfather made a porno. Oh, cool. So, <laughs> did you watch it? No, it was, um, so I shouldn't say made a porno. He did a photo shoot for a porn magazine. Did you look at it? No, unfortunately I couldn't find it. Um, he didn't. So the, the whole purpose of the story of him telling me was because he didn't get paid for it. They like stole <laughs> the photo shoot. So it was like, if you do porn, like get paid. On <laughs> Sage advice for <laughs> yeah. your grandpa. And I was just like, nailed it. Way to go, Grandpa. Thanks, thanks, Pat. <laughs> this will definitely apply to second grade. <laughs> my my grandpa had my grandpa. I said, we'll talk about it another time. My grandpa has crazy stories about him. Like one time, he almost put a picnic bench through somebody's windshield that was driving up and down the street, like speeding. And like, nice. Yeah, he was he was a he was a brutal. He was a brutal dude. He was yeah. My the seeds of brutal dude. My dad's parent, like people are always. My dad is a very conservative, serious Christian guy. Um, that was his way of rebelling against his parents. Like his parents weren't like that at all. His, I am very much like my grandparents on that side. Like I'm more their kid than he is, as far as like personality. Do you get Do you get along with them? Well, I did. They're both deceased oh, now, okay. but yeah, they basically whatever little raising of me was done as a kid was actually done by them. Oh, okay. I lived with them at times as a kid, so my only like structure or any kind of like normal shit was from them. But they were also, like, it was also kind of, like, being raised by, like, characters from an outlaw country song from the <laughs> 70s. That's cool. Uh, my grandmother, so my grandfather uh, used to, his job, he used to work for a bookie, and his job was to pay off the cops whenever they would come around. And then he did the porn thing. And my grandmother uh, worked on a farm, and the only thing they raised on the farm was liquor. She was a bootlegger. That's and fucking right awesome, after they dude. got You're like an outlaw, bro. Yeah. Right after they got married, um, the first thing that happened was they got arrested together. That's awesome. That's that a was Bonnie at, and Clyde shit. At a strip club when it was raided by cops. That That's <laughs> fucking rad, yeah. dude. And my grandmother used to always tell me the story because she the way that she would tell it, she'd be like, the worst part, like in my mind, was like, my parents are gonna be so mad. Not I'm arrested at a strip club and a police like my parents are gonna be pissed when they find out about this. Uh, my grandparents were like juxtapositions of each other. So like my 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 mom's mom was like the sweetest, nicest, like grandma, like you're like the grandma, mm-hmm. like the, the the grandma grandma. Um she would she did stuff for you all the time. She got me the Batmobile when it was like the Michael Keaton Batmobile when it first came out with the, with the sides that popped off. Nice. They like put it back order. It's my favorite place. Batmobile, by the way. They got a Toys R Us. When it was when it was back ordered because so many people wanted it, they got on a waiting list for it and got it. They got me, um, they got me my Nintendo, my first Nintendo. I think they got me the Nintendo. 
One of them got me Nintendo. One of them got me Super Mario Brothers 3. Also the same situation. Because I was never one of those kids that needed those toys when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my like a lot of my family members needed that attention more. Um, cousins and stuff, they needed that sort of like support. I was more like the kid that like you could give them whatever. Like you could give me the generic ninja toy. And I would, imagination-wise, I would figure out a way. Like, I would put it in a wrestling ring and make mm. it fight Bret Hart action figure. And, like, he would, the ninja would be a wrestler. I would, I had a ninja figure that was fully flexible. That was just a generic ninja figure. And I just would be, I just called him Black Ninja. And he would just get beat up by every wrestler until the very end. And then he would just, like, fall off the top rope and win the matches when I did my imaginary matches. And it just blew everyone's mind. He was like the champion, but like nobody could beat him because he would just accidentally win every match. And it was great. We had this like long, me and my cousin Chris had this like long storyline of all these wrestlers and He-Man figures. We would just incorporate whatever we had. Um, So it was cool. But that was that grandma. And then that grandpa was like the stand-up, like you're, you're like you're, he was a firefighter. He was in the Navy. He used to load torpedoes in the Navy. Um, he was a fucking badass, big Italian guy. Like a, he was a brutal dude. He he fucking did a lot of shit. He, he was he lived a life. Um, grew up in an Italian family that was probably connected to the mob. I don't know if that's real or fake, whatever. But um, it's always brought up. So, uh, and then my other my so my dad's mom was she was. A sweetheart, but she was not the same type of sweetheart that my mom's mom was. My grandmother basically taught me how to talk shit to people. Like that's where I started learning. Like I, so I was when I was in college. My my one friend, we I had broken up with my girlfriend at the time, and I was devastated because it was my first real long term girlfriend, like nine months, and I was devastated when I was there. And my friend Matt came to visit me. And the first thing my grandma says, now, my, mind you, my grandma had an aneurysm and five mini strokes and was recovering from all this and then found out she had breast cancer. So she was getting treated for breast cancer while this is all going on. She meets Matt for the first time and she says, where are you guys going? And Matt was like, oh, we're probably going to go bowling, maybe go see a movie or something. She goes, take him and get him a hooker. He could use it. This is what my grandmother said to my friend the first time she met him. My friend Matt's like, is that real? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's my grandma. Um but it's it's like she was like that. She would call you out, and it was one of the things I love most about her was she would call you on your bullshit every time, whether it was necessary, whether it was whether you wouldn't you would fess up to it or not. She always called you out if you looked bad in a shirt. She'd be the one that told you that you looked bad in a shirt. She'd be the one that like if you like like my aunt's um, husband at the time, we called him Uncle Big Bird because he looked like a fucking like big bird as a human and he would walk into the room with his shirt off and he had this big fucking beer belly and he would be like had cut the grass and he would walk be like he had feathers he would walk in the room yeah and a tail um he had these weird orange legs and uh so but we would but he would like walk in the room and my grandma would be like oh when are you due and he'd be like what's that supposed to mean she's like you're pregnant i want to know when the baby's coming and like comments like that that would like piss everybody off but it was like you knew she was doing it because you needed to be told that you looked like an asshole. Uh, it's it's something that has actually carried over in my life a lot more as I get older. It's like, I wish more people were like that, would call you out when you looked stupid doing something. Because then a lot less people would look a lot less stupid. Um, that grandfather was the opposite of my other grandfather. 
he was a dickhead. I never got along with him. Um, he pretty much ignored me from the from when I was a kid. Um, he would he one time their dog it was like his dog bit me and drew blood. And instead of like punishing the dog and like putting it away, I got get my, your blood on my dog. I got blamed that I was teasing the dog, which I wasn't. I was trying to pet the dog, and the dog bit my hand because it was a piece of shit dog. And he was just he he was just an all around asshole. He cheated on my grandma a bunch of times. Um, he did he do benevolent things? Yeah. Did he did he give money to my cousins? He'd like to take care of my cousins? Did he did he do all kinds of stuff? Yeah. But like, there's a ton of shit I ended up finding out later on that like, my parents would try and like make him seem like he was not a complete fucking tool, mm-hmm. and he was. And my grandma was the same way. She didn't want me to think of him like that, but he was so much that that like she had to cover it up. So like, I remember for years I thought that he paid for me to for for little league. He paid for my equipment. Now I liked little league. I enjoyed playing baseball, but like. Pursuing a career in Little League and baseball was not for me. I was doing it just to have fun. But I, at the time, I hadn't planned on quitting. But he sent, apparently, he sent like a hundred bucks down for me to get, you know, gear like helmet, bat, gloves, spikes, whatever I needed. I thought that that was him. The whole time, it was just my grandma gave my dad the money and said it was from him. Okay. So it would look like he was doing it out he of his. The way it. I found out that that wasn't true was. I had asked my grandma about it and she told me that she gave me the money, not him. And on top of that, I knew before she told me because I was telling one time, I, this is how much of a dickhead this. First of all, he was a fucking Cowboys fan. So that should show you that he was a fucking asshole anyway. He would sit and I remember I made, I, I made, this is a long seated trauma. So this is sort of like a session for me. So bear with me. But I, I made these, my aunt, used to make uh she did ceramics and, and i had these two football helmets and for christmas the one year i painted the favorite teams of my grandparents so my grandpa that's my mom's mom we're, we're gonna pop pop ralph he he was just pop to me always because he was he was my grandfather um he was a vikings fan i i remember he kind of i vaguely he told me why he was a vikings fan i think he just liked that era of the vikings it was like the 70s and 80s they were pretty good but I painted a Vikings helmet. I still have the helmet from when he died. They gave it to me to have because he had it in his mantle the whole time after I gave it to him. I gave this to him when I was like 13 and he died like maybe like six years ago. Um, So I painted him that. And I, even though I hated the Cowboys and I hated the fact that I did it, I painted a Cowboys helmet for my other grandpa and I gave it to him. And I thought he was going to be like as excited as my other grandpa was. And he basically like, it's almost like he, he could have just taken the box and thrown it on the floor and it would have broke. He was like, wow, thanks. And I was like, I literally hand painted that. And he was like, yeah, it's nice. And he went and moved on to the next gift in his recliner, his beat up old recliner smoked out, whatever. Anyway, um, ended up getting like cancer in his throat. And he was one of those idiots that like, would smoke the cigarette through the tube and the oh, throat. Yeah, yeah. Like he thought it was like cool. And it was like, it was the first time in my life that I, that I knew that an adult, he, he's the, it was the, <laughs> it was the first time in my life that I watched an adult do something as like, as a, as a teen, because I was six, 15 or 16 when he died. And it was the first time I ever looked at an adult and was like, wow, that guy's a fucking idiot. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Cause initially you'd think, oh, that's pretty badass, but it's not, it's like pathetic. 
And that's what it was. That's what it made me feel like. So I wrote a story about this too, that like a lot of people didn't really agree with when I, when I read it to them, because I was, when he died, I was looking for some kind of trinket that would show me like, maybe he wasn't an asshole. His Wait, whole did life. you read this story at his funeral? No. Oh. Um, I accidentally let my grandma read it though. And she was not very happy with how it I was going to say, was. if you, if you got up at his funeral and they were like, does anybody have anything to say? And you're like, yeah, I have this story. It's called, this guy's a fucking dick. No, I got, <laughs> I got yelled at. You're like, for some reason, my family wasn't into this story. I got yelled at because at the funeral, the day of the funeral, me and my little sister, my younger sister, Stacy, had a, a music battle to see who could turn their music up louder. And I had an old school record player radio. Mine went way louder than her little fucking boom box. And we were blaring music. And my mom came up and yelled at us. And she said, your grandfather died. You guys should be upset. And I literally remember telling her, I remember saying to her, he treated us like shit the entire time we've known him. Why should we even be upset that he's dead? I said, I don't give a fuck that he died. And my mom's like, you shouldn't talk like that. And I was like, I don't care. He was an idiot. Because I didn't say asshole in my mom back then. I didn't say fuck either. I probably said some other word. But like I remember saying, like, I don't care. Sorry that I don't feel bad that someone that never gave me the time of day died. Um. Anyway, so I... so. But he was just, he was an asshole. He did all that stuff. And then I think so there is, I, I would interject. There's an important thing that you hit on there. There's this weird thing that I think happens sometimes where people feel like just because you're related to somebody, you somehow owe sympathy to them yeah. or whatever. To, and that's not, not, really, not even a little bit. Yeah. That's, this is where I learned that trope yeah. is because like I, he died and like my dad was upset. It's his dad. Mm. And if my dad, if something ever happens to my dad, I'll, I'll be very upset because I was close to my dad. I don't know how close my dad, uh, maybe I'll hopefully find out eventually, but I don't know how close they were in general, but right. he never seemed to give a shit about my dad either. Any of my family. In fact, for a long time, he would say racial slurs, Italian racial slurs about my mom, like to my dad. And I'm like, why do I have to look up to this person? Like he's, right. he's a jerk off. I don't even like being around him. I didn't like being around. We would come visit. And like most grandparents are like, hey, kids, how you doing? He would sit smoking a cigarette in front of us the whole time. Puffing away on a cigarette. Sit at the end of the table. More interested in playing fucking Uno with the, the relatives that were there than interacting with us. I do kids. like Uno. It is. But it's like if you, your grandkids are there. You don't want to yeah. spend time with your grandkids? No. He would sit at the Never asked us how it was. Anyway, I was like, hey, I, you know, I hit a, I hit a, I got two hits in the game. And he goes. Hits at what? And I was like, the baseball game. You know, like the money that you gave me for the equipment? And he goes, oh, yeah, sure. That's good. And that was, this is the exact, the entire conversation that we had. And I was like, so that, at that point, I stopped even like, I wouldn't even say hi to him. Like, I, like if you were lucky for the rest of his life. If I even went up to him, I was like, hey, Pop. They'd be like, they'd be like, oh, look, the kids are here. And he'd be like, hey, kids. And then smoke a cigarette, have another beer. And I would be like, hey, my mom. And I would go walk over to her and give her a hug and a kiss. And then I would just walk right by my grandma. He didn't care. Right. Never. He didn't stop and grab me. He didn't say, oh, I don't get a hug. Nothing. Kept on. Yeah, I think, I think that's like a, I think it's a huge difference between like, like that generation and this generation. And it's just like, it's that whole like idea of like respect needs to be earned. And just because you share like, like blood that, that, that doesn't go out the window. Yeah. Like, I there was just my- like. There was just, I, I just I had an interaction recently with someone on Facebook with the same last name as me. I don't fucking know who they are. I'm, they may have been cousins that I met once, 
and I like because Facebook is just a fucking cesspool. All social media is. And I went in harder than like I went in fucking hard, man. And I'm like, listen, I was born and raised in I was born in Buffalo, but I've been raised by Philly. So don't don't you fucking dare because I will I will go for the throat. I don't care what the fuck your last name is. Fuck a last name because that don't matter to me. And the same thing here, like like if for some reason, any one of my family members and whoever's listening to this, like if 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 something like that happens, like mm-mm, like like blood doesn't mean fucking nothing. It's like it, it how you treat people and how you act towards people. That's what fucking matters. Yeah. And that's well, and then and that's and that's what's funny is because I was always super close with my grandma on that side. I lived with her when she was going through like probably the toughest time of her life. She lost her husband. She got and had an aneurysm and five mini strokes, and lost the use of one of her arms to where she couldn't hold it still. And here's here's this here's this lady who was completely independent almost her entire life. Took care of her, all her sisters, all her kids took care of her her daughter her derelict piece of shit daughter's kids uh as best as she could and she can't use her her dominant hand taught herself how to write with her other hand at like 65 and would make jokes because she would still reach for the phone and try and answer the phone and it would hit her in the head because her arm kept hitting and would that's a real thing and would laugh hysterically that she forgot that her hand like I used to be left-handed and I still like will reach for shit with my left hand even decades later. Yeah. So it's, yeah. But it's, but it's like, yeah. but it's like the, the fact that like to have that sort of like, that would be devastating to me if I couldn't write anymore. Mm-hmm. And she literally was like, I just can't answer the phone. And we would make jokes all the time. Like, why are you hitting yourself? And like, it, and it was, but it was a joke. It was like, it taught me how to like, no matter how terrible things get, it's, it's just things like it, it. You have to keep going. Mm. There's no reason to not keep going. When I see that and I saw that and I lived with that, it was like, yeah, there were times we butted heads all the time. She would never let me do my own laundry because she swore up and down that I was going to break the washer and dryer because I didn't know how to use it. I was like, I know more about electronics than you do. She just she would always break my balls because she had this huge mirror, like a huge mirror, like the size of a fucking of a, of a chalkboard in a classroom. And I would look at myself in it because you couldn't not when you're walking. And she'd be like, oh, why don't you look at yourself in the mirror? Thinking that I was being vain when it was literally, I was just walking towards it. And that's all you could see as you were walking out of the hallway. But I laughed every time because I was like, I know I do look pretty. And I would always make jokes like that. But, but uh, it was just a weird juxtaposition that they were always like that opposite. Like, like both of them really loved baseball. But like my grandma would like my grand my dad's mom would like go to the games and like to go to the games and like watch adamantly like have comments about baseball fight with people like talk shit to her sisters when they would play Uno and shit and card games they would shit talk like they were fucking gangsters in the twenties they like like oh you dick yeah like like call each other in front of us in front of the kids it was great phenomenal <laughs> like I I loved it. But, but yeah, my, my grandpa on that side was an absolute dickhead and I just, I never liked him. I never got along with him. And the story is basically when he died, I was looking around his room for like something that would deem like, a, like an army medal or something. Cause he was in the air force, but apparently he was just like a fucking janitor or cut potatoes or whatever, whatever the fuck they give the losers to do in the fucking air force. And, um, he would like, but he would like, I was looking for something. And the only thing I could find of any value to me whatsoever that he had was 
a fucking a little machine like keychain machine that said curse words. Fuck you, prick, dickhead. Like that's that's you push the buttons and it said all that stuff. That's the only thing in his entire life ever. And the fact that he liked Notre Dame, but I never shared that with him that I was also a Notre Dame fan. He liked Notre Dame and I tried to like Penn State because he liked Notre Dame. I couldn't not like Notre Dame because I just loved everything about Notre Dame. So I became a Notre Dame fan and I never told him before he died that I was a Notre Dame fan. It was the one thing that we had in common that we probably could have shared a relationship with. And I refused to give that to him to know that 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 we had that in common. Right. I didn't want anything to do with him or anything to do with anything about him. I didn't care whether or not he cared about anything with me. And it sucks because you, you want you their grandparents. You want right. that relationship with them for when you're little. I never had it. That was creepy. But so to get back on topic of the question, uh, I don't I've never actually looked to see if there's anyone historical of historically famous or famous just in general that I'm related to. However, I have two uh, opposing uh, pe people in my family who may or may not want my family may not want this out in the open, but I'm letting it out. So. On my grandma's side, as far as I know, well, my from what my dad told me, we have a bunch of coal people, uh, coal crackers, which is like, the, you know, from coal country, they were like, you know, they worked in the mines. And stuff. Okay. I was like, is this a slur? I'm not familiar no, and with then, And then, but but a lot of our, we're, we're Pennsylvania Dutch from up there, okay. which was a lot of people who did Dutch East Indy trading. <laughs> so it, if you look into that too far deep, you probably find people who were slave traders. Mm -hmm. So there, that's on one side of the family. On the other side of the family... We, my grandma had a Native American chief who was related to us nice. through our lineage, but also one of the grand dragons of the Ku Klux Klan in Bristol was also somehow related to us. Wow. So, yeah, I don't have a very savory, like, I was hoping it would be like, oh, hey, you're related to an 1800s baseball player who's a little obscure or like one of the guys that was the first football players in the NFL. No, not that at all. A Dutch Olympian from the 1600s. No, nope. A slave Nazi? traders, slave traders, uh, adamant racists, and people who, if they knew who I was now, would probably tomahawk my head off. They would scalp me. There's the one thing I guess that's a positive about my family is, and I'm not saying they're not racist or that there wasn't terrible people. But at least on the American side of things, I can't accidentally find out that they were like in the Klan or anything crazy because I'm only a second generation American. So they weren't here long enough to fuck up anything here. Mm. <laughs> so, same same uh, with like, uh, I think, uh, well, I mean, same on my mom's side of the family. But what's interesting is that like my mom's side of the family, and that's the grandma who was a Hitler youth, she named all of her kids um, very like, latin sounding first names which to me is like i didn't put it together until like years ago like like two or three years ago i was like oh were they maybe going to south america but then couldn't afford it or didn't make it like what what's the what's the deal here <laughs> were they going to argentina but ended up in <laughs> buffalo new york <laughs> <laughs>